0: nintendo nostalgia episode 158 i'm your host ryan black and we are back and we are playing with power okay guys we have a couple of guests on this week and i'm pretty excited both of them are amazing and i can't wait to get into it so our first guest our first amazing podcaster uh huge xbox fan a decent nintendo fan and all heart all awesomeness sean capri welcome man Thanks, dude. I'm not sure how many Nintendo
1: Switches I need in this house to convince people I'm a fan of, uh, of Nintendo, but I hope to I hope to prove that tonight, man. Thanks for having me on. It's good to talk to you, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad to see you again. It's been a little bit, and uh, yeah. we're going to talk about some awesome Game Boy loves, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that even more so. Um, for our other guest, uh, we welcome the most treasured person in Nintendo nostalgia history. If you listen, you'll hear him.
2: It's me, not Sean Capri. It's Jacob Ruts. I'm back and I'm playing with power. How's it going? Hey, Jacob,
0: welcome back. It's been a little bit and I'm glad that you're on. Okay, guys, he's not actually a guest.
2: Right. I'm back and I'm back for real. Yeah, I'm back. Um, Unless life happens some more i'm back and happy new year to everybody sorry to miss all the holiday seasons uh life has not been fun um and it's uh you know i can feel free to share about that uh just where life is and and whatnot but um i'm glad to be back it's a new year and Glad to uh, to be on with Sean. Uh, what a great way to come back to the show, and not Josh Taylor. My goodness! Oh,
1: geez that's me. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: we have left the south and we have gone to the north, far north to Canada.
1: You so. guys are all welcome. Come come on up, and what better way for me to get my New Year's resolutions in place and to. Have a look at Jacob jacked up in this Dragon Ball T-shirt, man. Holy <laughs> crap, I got I to do a push-up or something. <laughs> I did get have a good, I had a good workout
2: today, that's for sure.
1: Can I tell you, man, I, I did try to do a little something-something last week. I did, like, a couple sit-ups, and, like, I can't move. Like, I can't get up from bed my entire—I'm just, like— Like, that's I'd really like not. to say I'm shredded, but I just—I'm not, man. You I, my, feel
2: shredded. You're like I oh, feel yeah, like it. It totally feels good.
1: Shredded. Yeah, but I'm in sweatpants, so I can just make sure that I don't burst out of my clothes, <laughs> man. Like a fat hulk.
2: <laughs> well, well to be fair i jumped on it earlier i got on i did a whole 30 back in september and really hit i hadn't done p90x in almost like seven years and i went back and i did a whole round of it while doing a whole 30 and um because i was kind of in a slump there uh health-wise ever since i started podcasting i kind of like i was not in a space where i wasn't a, a personal trainer and um i finally have I'm back by Christmas. I wanted to be under 190 and I was 189 by Christmas. So, Dang. um, I'd like the 189 to looks way different than my
1: 189. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny how
2: different body types are and stuff. So great, and, thank you. I, I would like to get, I'd like, i like to be around 180 and maintain that and just maintain muscle size and keep a leanness to it. And I'd, I'd be fine just to maintain that. I don't, don't want to go compete anywhere or whatever i just want to look good and
1: well i hope training uh, in 900 times gravity is okay for you i hope you're like, <laughs> like really pushing hopefully that's fine on your brain and oh, your heart and everything
2: i um i don't know it it's i can't lie it's a little tough but um maybe hopefully there's no long-term bad effects i'd rather go train the hyperbolic time chamber and get a year's worth of training in an hour <laughs> that would you yeah. Know,
0: i, time I time. would do that I would disappear in there just to play video games, you know, to have the oh time to play video
2: games. We go catch up on our entire backlog. and <laughs> Barely. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, this is actually a Dragon Ball Z podcast now that I'm back. Didn't mm-hmm. so you know that? Yeah,
1: Deep Cuts and Dragon Ball.
2: Deep Cuts and Dragon Ball. I love it. We, I should make a Dragon Ball podcast, but that probably wouldn't be very good for my life situation, right?
1: I think it's a good idea, and you can trace it all back to this moment right here, man.
2: Here we go. When
1: you finally started up.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll have to <laughs> play a Wayne's World back. Uh, dun,
1: dun, dun, dun.
2: Yeah, one of those back when I when I talk about this, how it Love all started. It. So, um, well, Ryan, I guess we should get into what we've been radical
0: correction about, right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. So, guess goes first. What have you been radical rexing about lately? Something that's really got you excited? Maybe something that you're really enjoying from Christmas? Let us know, man. Oh, dude, I uh,
1: I don't normally like buy games day one. I don't know if it's the same for you guys. Like, I think we like to try and find like a good deal and everything. So, I, I tried to survive like the fall with all the barrage of Nintendo games that are coming out. And I just kept adding things to my Christmas list. And it all kind of like just a it was a Christmas wish list for the best Nintendo fans ever. Man, I got um a fa- our family gift from my mother in law was Luigi's Mansion. We got all that right. for the Switch because um, Lincoln's favorite thing to yell at the Google at the Google Chrome or whatever at the at the Chromecast is "Hey Google, play Luigi's Mansion walkthrough on the Chromecast." And he he thinks the game is called Luigi's Mansion walkthrough. So I'm absolutely loving that. We're going to be playing that um, together as a family pretty soon. And uh, yeah, man, just been playing some Marvel Ultimate Alliance with my brother when he was up here over Christmas and just digging that stuff, man. I could turn my brain off for a little bit, have some sweet hangs with my brother and like watching him just like not even realize what what he was in for? He's like, wait, can we play Spider Man? I'm like, yeah, man, we can play Spider Man. And then like Captain America shows up, like, wait, we can play with Spider with Captain america's like, hey, he's my older brother. It's like it it, it like I, it sounds like I'm telling the story of like I'm nine years old and I'm talking to my five year old brother. Like, wait, <laughs> we could play this person. Like the magic was just like it was so pure awesome. and awesome. So yeah, man, just kind of like getting through a few games that i got for christmas and uh just enjoying my switch i got my um my switch Lite. i'm now a two switch owner um you know oh, because wow. i'm such an x-bot i just you know i just don't really i'm, a, I'm mostly a fake nintendo <laughs> fan i just i only wanted a limited edition like look at that switch. this Ooh, is beautiful. Pokemon on one. He's a bigger fan I, than me i don't even have I a light this. dude this thing is so it's perfect because most of the time that i'm playing them on the bus and like it's it's just it's not like it's not that much smaller than Switch. It's not like right. you look at it and you're like, holy cow, this is like a Zoolander phone. Right, right, here like right, that. right. But it's small enough. Like It's it's just the right proportion smaller, and I'm absolutely loving it. So now I'm playing some Shovel Knight on that on that thing, and um, Astral Chain is next on the docket. So
2: yeah, I've got a lots game. to do
1: in the Switch land, man.
2: I won't lie. To be honest, today I randomly had a thought for the first time ever. I, I, I had a thought where I would... Almost was tempted were to have a, a switch light and my main switch is just my home console. Mm-hmm. I have never been able to
1: justify it and I still really can't. Um but it's a perfect Christmas present, man. My mother-in-law loves me very much, which is awesome because she's the one who got it for me. So my my regular switch is here, it's docked just in case I want to like stream or something like that. Yeah. But it's really, it's not leaving the dock, man. Like it's yeah. it, it's it's yeah. staying here. So console, it makes me however. think about like, yeah, like at what point do I just wanna a console like Nintendo is doing like this weird thing where they will walk me down the path from going. I absolutely, where I started, which was, I need a a hybrid console. I want it to be a switch. I want it to be a switch. Yeah. Um. I can take on the go and I can, I can have at home, but now I've got my light and all I want is like another thing that plays the same games, but I like just plugs (laughs) in. Like, I don't need, I don't, I mean, it's, it's nice to have the flexibility of the, of the normal switch, but I don't, I don't really do tabletop. And if I'm ever going on like a flight, I'm bringing my light. So Mm -hmm. that should there it is. This lights for the flight. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Nintendo is the best at making people make dumb choices, (laughs) wanting (laughs) dumb things. We (laughs) we shouldn't need another switch or want one. But we do. And we have some desire. You're right. It's something cool. Like having a switch light feels like I have a Game Boy again, you know,
1: big time. It, it, it totally does. My mother-in-law was like, I don't get it. Like, she's just so sweet because she'll, she'll I ask think. my wife, like, like what does Sean want? And, she, and Chelsea will fear some ideas. And this was one, I think both Chelsea and I both had ideas that, um, my mother-in-law got for both of us where she's just like, I don't get you guys at all, but like, whatever makes you happy, like you can have it. Here's your switch light. Like I, th- I thought you already had a switch, but here you go. Um, so that's great. And then for Chelsea, she got a, um, I, I asked her to, to pick up, a like a bumblebee, like, um, really like this nice action figure, like this collectible, it's like Mm a $300, like action figure thing. It's all posable and stuff. And Chelsea's Mm -hmm. mom's like, I don't get it. I don't think that she should have this because who needs a a toy this expensive? I'm like, no, I think she, I think she really wants it. And it's like her favorite toy, man. she's like setting it up around the house in like these hilarious situations, like, like, (laughs) like setting up like a ginger, a gingerbread house, like, like bumblebee, like he's got this big thing next to a house. And she's a professional photographer. So everything, looks awesome yes so yeah like we're just everybody's geeking out about a bunch of stuff around the house we'll never stop we named our kid link for god's sakes
3: (laughs) so
2: i love it you you've got a you found a rare rare woman sean I i
1: did she threw me a, a Mario themed uh, birthday party. My birthday's on the twenty eighth, hey. and so when I turned twenty eight, she threw me like a golden. I think it's your golden birthday. Yeah, she threw yeah. me a golden coin birthday, and oh, um, had everybody surprise me with this Mario themed birthday. And um, with tiny little cupcakes, she made like an eight bit kind of Mario on the table. So like the red and the blue, like it, it kind of looked like um, the original Mario Brothers, but this giant thing on the table made up of just of cupcakes. And in that in that moment, I'm like, I should probably like consider marrying this person. Like I, I think this is it. <laughs> I think I don't have a choice, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. Very cool, lucky.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I, I gotta say my, my radical rex kind of feeds into what you're saying here. So, uh, my birthday was, uh, on the third and I had my birthday party on the fourth. Uh, so was that, was that really? That was yeah, just, just a couple, couple days ago. ago. Happy birthday. Like, yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, my <laughs> wife threw me a, uh, super Mario party and, uh, We had a boo cake pops, and uh, I had like a warp pipe cake, and it was it was awesome. I had had a few friends over, played some Mario games. Um, I got to break out Luigi's Mansion three and play it while everybody watched because that's what they requested. So like, okay, yeah. Uh, So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I really really enjoyed uh, just the company and the people. They weren't my normal crew. Uh, I forgot to invite people. I I was like, the day before, like, I know this is short notice, but if you guys want to come to my party, you can. (laughs) But uh, it was all good. It was still a lot of fun. Um, And uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon lately. A lot. Um, I've been actually loving Pokemon Shields. Like, I'm getting into Pokemon like I did back in the day. Like, for some reason, Sun and Moon didn't do it for me, but this game is really scratching that itch. And I think a lot of it is just no spoilers. Like, I didn't go into this with anything, like, Pokemon company didn't show very much and it was all pretty much a mystery. And there's like 400 Pokemon, some new, some old, and it's just cool to experience all of that and go through the adventure. Um, yeah, I'm loving it. It's really, really great. Good. Um, i trying to think if there's anything else. It's been, you know, I was on last week and the week before that, the week before that. So I share my stuff pretty regularly. So I think that about does it, but Jacob, you've been off for a while. So you got a long list for us.
2: Um, no, I don't really. Um, because I mean, reality life is honestly—it's it's really sucked, you know. The past two and a half months, so it yeah. hasn't. Finding the joys in life are are small and here and there, but I'm you know, what I'm correcting about is I've, um, just really grateful for a God that does not ever leave you and who meets you where you're at, and uh, just for going through a lot of stuff in life right now. I'm just very grateful for uh, the right kind of people in my life um, to pour into and uh, for God to just always be there. No matter how bad things may seem or um, screwed up you may feel, God's always there, and He never changes. It's the same God that we uh, read in our Bibles. the same God that I met back in 2004 when I gave my life to Christ. Um, It's the same God that was there when uh, I got married, the same God that's there in my life right now. And uh, I find hope in that and encouragement in that. And, you know, that's really the, the best thing I have. I'm thankful for my friends, close friends and, and family that are able to help uh, through tough times. And, uh, you, know, you know, so I guess uh, where have I been from everybody? Uh, um, honestly, I mean, without going into details, my wife and i have been having um a lot of issues and it's been issues of that have come out of like eight years of baggage that have has risen to the surface that i didn't know was there wasn't aware of it and um it's uh, it's costing my marriage right now and i don't know what's going to happen and uh I'm trying to stay hopeful and to just lean on the Lord through it all and we'll see what happens. Um, but that's why I've been gone, you know, without going into details about stuff and, uh, you know, no one's a bad guy. Like, it's not like me versus her. It's a lot of layers of different things and, um, I'm trying to find hope and peace through all that. So, uh, yeah, you guys, if any of your listeners out there, you know, believe in in Jesus Christ and you want to pray for us, you can pray for my wife it's hard to heal and for me to heal and, and for our marriage to heal. And uh, you know, I'll just leave it at that. Um, you know, but I'm glad to be back on the show. I'm glad to be here and um do something to take my mind off of what it it's been on the entire last two and a half months, which literally can drive you insane and it's been very depressing. So not to be a Debbie Downer, I'm very, you know, I'm hopeful and pushing forward. And 2020 is a new year and the gloves are off and I'm ready to keep moving forward with stuff in life. Um,
0: yeah, man. Uh, I love you, bro. You're you're so amazing. And I can't imagine what you're dealing with right now. But, you know, I'm definitely here for you and I'm definitely praying for you, man.
2: Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, it's it's uh tough stuff. Life, life happens. And sometimes life sucks, you know, sometimes life really hits hard. So, but, um, that's enough about me. I have not been radical action ton. I have and I mean, I've got a lot of dragon ball Z gear and I've gotten a lot of, um, I got crash team racing, <coughs> for Christmas and I got Pokemon shield, which I did not expect to get. Well it wasn't originally on my list. And Ryan put them on. actually, you know, it's funny. <laughs> um, I ended up getting, I ended up getting two games that I didn't even originally want for Christmas. And the two games I actually wanted, I didn't even get. Isn't that funny? <laughs> of course. I put, I, put, I put Hat and Time and New Super Lucky's Tale. Those are the games I wanted. And then I, and then I had to add on Pokemon Shield because Ryan made that my must-get game for the year. And I added on Crash Team Racing just because Josh, our, uh, he would not stop. He wouldn't shut up. He keeps he plays like He's got over two hundred hours in that game. He keeps telling us to what? get it.
0: What? Who? Yeah,
2: yeah. Who he's obsessed that? with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, apparently, Josh and he. Um, there was like a Black Friday sale of twenty five bucks. So I was like, well, all right. Well, hey, I'll put it on my list if Black Friday deal. And I ended up getting those two games and not the two, the top two. Which, I mean? Overall, I'm fine. You know, it's I'm not sad. I'll save those other platformers for a rainy day. <laughs> That's um, funny. And I got a lot of Dragon Ball Super to watch, which I'm excited. I, I, you know what's really cool, Sean, about you know, our Dragon Ball Z thing, you can Radical Rex here, is that, like, Goku, honestly, Goku, I, I, I'm dead serious, I, I believe God can use anything in anyone's life. And the reason I love Goku so much, and he, I mean, he, he at an emotional, spiritual level, I look up to Goku. And, like, he represents a character that that never gives up, no matter how bad it gets, and he's always strong, and he always overcomes and honestly, some of the last tragedies of mine as we all go through storms different seasons. And the last time I went through a, a, a massive storm like this or maybe the last time, the one before, uh, I remember watching so much Dragon Ball Z and that got me through. I mean, yeah, Goku man. beat me through. So I'm like, I'm a, chomping out the bit to start watching some Dragon Ball Super and to be inspired by my hero drag Goku is my favorite superhero over any Marvel DC, whatever. Like I love Goku because he's resilient and he's pure of heart and Mm -hmm. he, and he inspires me. He he always has inspired me to who my character is and how I try to view life and go through things. So yeah, I love
1: Goku. He's awesome. I'm with him, man. He's he's like a better, yeah. like Captain America, better Superman. Like he's all that, like oh my God. he stands for justice and liberty and all this stuff. But like you're like, he's way better. He's way yeah. better, than, <laughs> like way more interesting and way to me, like way more inspirational and all that stuff like and and fantastical and all this stuff, man. But uh, I I just um, I hope everything uh, works out for you, man. And I know that you, you keep your mind in a positive space. Everything will be good. And, and we're all thinking and hoping the best for you, dude, for sure.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you. I, um, <coughs> my computer keeps messing up.
1: But... <laughs> did you ever, did you ever finish, um, the, the impossible lair? Did you beat the impossible lair? Yeah. Dang it. I didn't think it was possible. I thought it was literally impossible. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was there. I was witness. <laughs> it's like yeah, one last it. try before we go to bed and call it quits, you know, uh, call it a night. I had all it, the bees. Got it. I couldn't do it.
1: I had all the bees. Couldn't, couldn't
0: beat it so while Jacob's getting his uh, his microphone fixed um, I can I can say this without him having to say anything or I can't hear him so uh, I have a confession to make I haven't actually got my musket game yet and I'm not 100% sure which it is because we talked about Super Lucky's Tale but then it was like Crash Team Racing and I don't know which one to get and I should have gotten it before the end of the year but I just haven't done it so uh, when you get your mic going again let me know <laughs> our topic tonight uh, So, Sean, you wanted to come on and talk about a particular Game Boy game that means a lot to us crazy, rare-loving fans. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, we jumped at the opportunity to have you on. And for this, like, it's a treat. Thank you for suggesting this. Uh, We are going to be getting into some Donkey Kong land. get into the topic. We do have a voicemail to play tonight. Um, looks like Joshua Taylor called in. Uh, he wasn't able to make it tonight, but he will probably explain what happened with that. And uh,
3: here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. Sorry I could not make it tonight. Um, needed a little extra sleep to catch up on, long story short. So anyway, just wanted to call and leave a quick message about the uh, show here tonight with Donkey Kong Land. That's actually I, I love Donkey Kong Country. Grew up, grew up with it. Loved it. '64, all of it. Loved almost what everything that Rare did. But somehow I missed out on that first initial land game. I did pick up three. It was one of my first Game Boy games, um, and that's probably actually still my favorite of the land series. The first one's pretty good, but it, it's really hard to see going back to it. I feel like the sprites are so big, and the backgrounds are kind of messy and everything. So it's a little funny to go back to, honestly. Um, but it's still not too bad. It doesn't hold up to the country games, of course. But I'd still recommend trying it out if you can. Um, I don't know if one of y'all mentioned this already or not, but remember they are on the 3DS virtual console at least. So that's a good place to check them out. Anyway, y'all have a good rest of your show. I will that. talk to you all later. Bye. Cool, there
2: cool. we go. Yeah. Yes, they are. I have all of them on my 3DS, um, all three, all the countries and lands. Um, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, thanks for calling, Josh. Um, Sean, you know, what you, what's your original memories with this game? You, you're the reason we're, we're doing this one tonight. So take us back to take us back in the day. Let's get into it, man.
1: I, well, the last time I was on the show was when you guys did a month. I don't even know if you guys remember this, too. Like we, you guys did a month of Game Boy. And we started mm-hmm. it out with um, Super Mario, Mario Land, Land, 2. Land 2, the six golden coins, and we talked a lot about that. Yes. But this game, oddly enough, this is the first Game Boy game I ever had. And so my okay. memories were going to, it was actually like a grocery store, kind of like what a Walmart Supercenter is, but in Canada. Okay. And yeah. um, because it's winter, like 18 months of the year here, um, <laughs> like, you, you just imagine like just trying to get there in my dad's like 1977 Volkswagen Rabbit with like this kind of like weird dark green fake leather that's cold all the time. Oh. And just like, I cannot wait. I've saved up all my money. I had a paper route. I've saved up birthday money. I've just like, I've been watching flyers for like the right price, the right deal. And it was about the time when, um, it was actually, and obviously a number of years after Game Boy launched cause land was brand new at the time. And, uh, they just launched like all those, the color versions. Um, They had like green and blue, like a lot of like the uh, N64 controllers. I feel it's like the same color palette on those ones. And so I finally found this this perfect green Game Boy and Donkey Kong Land had come out. And so I saved up all my coins and asked asked my dad to drive me up to Superstore, which is this grocery store. Floors are just like disgusting, dirty, muddy, and everything. Uh-huh. Everybody's bringing in the snow from outside, snow and mud and everything. Yeah. And this the store is just classically dirty. We walk in there, and I buy it and I and I'm playing it the entire way home. And it's the classic Game Boy story of like just trying to see it, like it's like the, you can't. It's not backlit or anything. And this game is so detailed. The backgrounds look incredible. The models look great. But it's almost like I remember it almost being like too much for me. Like thinking, there's actually too much detail here, and I had to really um, play with the contrast dial to make sure it wasn't like too heavy, so I could actually make out the detail, but kind of like back it off a little bit. Um, but hopefully, I could still see some sort of graphics on there. But like, we were never allowed to have consoles for whatever reason. We weren't allowed to have consoles in the house. We couldn't have like a like a regular Nintendo or Super or anything like that. We had a we had a computer for. Uh, for like homework and stuff, mm-hmm. and then as soon as we started like saving up our own money, like then all bets were off. And this was the thing that I could afford and that <laughs> could be mine. And I just remember thinking like, I, th- I, this game has no business being on a Game Boy. Like this is this is a this is a Super Nintendo game that I'm playing on the way home from the store and i am never not having this thing on my side like it's gonna be i'm gonna get a case with it i'm gonna make sure i've got extra batteries at all times i ended up having to like invest in the whole like magnifying glass and like light frankenstein accessory pack and everything um but like you know super nintendo was my super nintendo time was over at neighbor matt's house my neighbor's place yeah and um but this was mine. This was like, this was the first time I think that I really had, um, a video game and a video game system that I could call mine. And it was like, I just, I, I will always, first of all, I that's why I love the show, dude. I will always remember like driving home with my dad coming from that store. And he was so happy that I was able to like save up. My, he was so proud that I was able to like save up my money and be like a good kid and yeah. like, go buy this thing that I had been wanting for a long time instead of just, like, pissing away my money on, like, candy or whatever, or pogs or whatever you might do right. as kid. <laughs> so I saved up. I was a good boy, and I got this game. And I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, the color combination of, like, the green and the yellow because, like, I had the green Game Boy, and, the, mm-hmm. and it was a yellow cart. But that is just burned into my brain. This game is so special, and I've been playing it over the last couple of days knowing that we are going to be talking about it tonight. And just, like, I fired it up. And the music is absolutely perfect. The game is actually way more smooth than I remember it. I remember always, like, the <sighs> visual aspects of it being kind of a, a, a tricky challenge on the old Game Boy screen. I've been playing it on my on my SP Advanced, which is backlit now. So it takes care of a lot of the stuff. And there's actually a little bit of color, I think, um, nice. added to this. So nice. it's a lot easier to see. It's really nice. Um But really just, I was instantly taken back by the music and, and the game is just so smooth. The animation is beautiful. Um, it's just so rewarding to go in and find, um, all of like the K O N G of course, and the, the hidden barrels and everything. It just all comes back. Right. And, um, it's just amazing how you remember it. Like you remember the secrets, like where they are, like. Whether you could actually explain it to, to somebody ahead of time or not, when you play it, you're like, oh, this is where I got to smash the barrel through the wall over here. Or, I know that I got to, like, jump up extra high here to grab this barrel. Or um, I can trust this fall because there's something down there. It's just everything, man. It, it all comes back. I, I just – I absolutely love it. Like, it's – this even now, I'm like, this is – what I want now, if I'm looking forward, is, like, the Metroid 2, like, the, the Return of Samus kind uh-huh. of remake that we got. I want, I want that for Donkey Kong Land games. Oh. Like I want, I want them to come back in like a modern, beautiful, like uh, just a package. Like we talked about, um, Josh talked about the the three games. Like let's get all three just on, yeah. on Switch, man. Yeah, Dude. it's so good. That
2: would be so cool. I've been wanting them to like even even with the country games, just like remake the trilogy and in, in HD, like like Tropical Freeze looking, but the original games. I mean. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that would be fantastic.
1: I do feel like this was still made in the era though where like I think later on they realized, oh, the thing that makes Donkey Kong games kind of unique is like their difficulty. And it seemed like they leaned too much into that. Like the the first Donkey Kong land, it it's it's tricky for sure, but it's not oh, like yeah. it's not pound your head against a wall. <laughs> And you can really load up on extra lives. I've been finding like a lot of extra, like the balloons are very generous. Uh And uh yeah, there's definitely, there's that, 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 there's like some sort of token that I'm finding all over the place, a little mini game that pops up every once in a while to to get me loaded up on lives, dude. Like it's, it's a loaded game. It's, there's so much to it. And all the different levels, it's just great.
2: That's cool. Ryan, what about you, buddy? What was your original experience with it?
0: You know, um, I gotta, I gotta say I've not played Donkey Kong Land. Um, I cut my teeth on Donkey Kong Land too, um, no. but I really really love like the soundtrack to these games. They did such a good job, and I can I found myself jamming out to Donkey Kong Land so many times, even though I've not gotten a chance to really play it. Ah um, oh, man, you know I, I if I would have just charged my my 3ds and downloaded that, I would have been all over that. Uh, I haven't gotten around to it though. And like like I say, like if it's on Switch, okay, I'd, I'd instantly play that. Like a Game Boy, you know, the, there's the online service, you know, have like a Game Boy version. Like they have the NES and SNES, that would be great. Uh-huh. And I'll play these classics, you know, all the lands from all the different, you know, Mario right. and uh, Donkey Kong, and oh man, you know, it's not quite the game that was Donkey Kong Country that I had on Super Nintendo. Um, and so, going in, I wanted to have Donkey Kong Land too because I saw my friends play in Donkey Kong Country too, and I already had played Donkey Kong Country, and I heard it was the same. Um, and so I never went back to that. Um, but from hearing you guys talk, like it sounds like it's totally worth playing, like going well, the, back and playing. There's it a classic,
1: there? like there's a classic thing of when you get a game that you know on console, but then you play it on like a Game Boy. Like there's all of these. Um, compromises and sacrifices are right. made all over the place. Right. And one of the things is you don't see both characters on at the same time, but yeah. you hit select and they sort of like zoom in and zoom out kind of thing. Like they just kind of like shrink hmm. in. Um, so you still have that like tag team in and out nature of it, but like, and of course the visuals are like monochromatic. So there's that, but like <laughs> yeah. the thing that really struck me, like immediately, like the as soon as I took my first jump, Ryan was like, this feels like donkey kong so i think in a lot of ways like the level design is Don- is donkey kong country the way the characters move and the differences between dk and, and diddy like every like it is so quintessentially donkey kong that i think that there's i think people have every right to say that this is it's very similar anyways um but like the things that like when i think about like going from a console game to a game boy experience i think about like the original like super mario land yeah it's like holy crap dude it's like it's not even close to being the same it's like this no. tiny little mario and like so and everything's weird and strange oh so but like this one just it translated so so well and especially the music i think jacob had a really good analogy for like the way the music goes from one to the other
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's uh i said it's like when you listen to it, it's like hearing a song on an acoustic guitar and hearing a song on an electric guitar—I mean, they sound entirely different, but they both sound really good. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I think it gives gives it new life when I hear these <laughs> because almost not every track is the same on the game, but um, as country. But there's a lot of Donkey Kong country songs in land that they just transferred over to eight bit Game Boy and. Mm-hmm. Um, it fits really well. You're so right. The music is, we said this before the show is like the, it sounds it's a game boy. Shouldn't sound this good
1: right yeah it's a it's a beautiful homage to like the to the to the Super Nintendo songs and themes that you know so well and maybe that's part of it too is that like especially if you have that as a baseline where you know that that's what the song is that they're that they're going for and yeah. it's close enough that maybe your brain like I think my brain might be filling in some gaps here a little bit but like I hear like the, the, the pirate song is like in my head right now as we speak yeah but I think like as I as I think about it I'm thinking about like the the real song and the way that that like kind of morphs into yeah. what it becomes throughout that track track like i, I that. think that that helps it's such a great compliment if you have if you've already played the country games and yeah. you know that this is a bit of a like a smaller version of it it's yeah. perfect for that if you know what this is it's great man but if you uh well i mean even if, even if you don't because i wasn't i never had a console and this was my donkey Kong game yeah and this was like i played it over and over ryan was like uh just before we started recording he's like have you beat it yet and i'm like dude there's this thing about donkey Kong games is i need to see that exclamation point like I, I, will finish a level. I will one hundred percent a level um, before yep. moving on to the next one yep. because uh, number one, the exclamation point is super uh, motivating to me. But also, when you finish a level and it jumps up like four percent in your completion, yes. that's how you know you've done it, man. Uh-huh. And that's how you know you're on you're on the path to really <laughs> playing the crap out of this game. I'm so the same. yeah, it all came back. as soon as like I saw that the percentage jump up, I'm like, I used to always look forward to that big jump. Mm-hmm. That number, I don't know what it is. It was, I was motivated as a, as a little kid for that. I need that percentage to be 100%. Yeah. That's it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, my original memories with this game is, honestly, I did not own I did not own Donkey Kong Country Games or Land Games as a little kid. Uh, ironic and shocking as that sounds, because we had skipped the Super Nintendo in my household. We went from original to my mom accidentally breaking it to buying my brother a Game Boy that I basically inherited. Um my only playthrough with Donkey Kong and all my nostalgia comes from being on my kind of like you, Sean. I went to my, my best friend's house, Traven, and he had the mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, and all my Super Nintendo memories are through him at his house. Um but it wasn't until I met my buddy Brad Hunsinger, um, and we would always trade games and he had Donkey Kong Land and Land Two her Game Boy. And I remember just borrowing them and playing them because I remember like, oh, these are like the these are like Donkey Kong Country from Trayvon's house never really beat them back then. I just borrowed them and kind of sampled them and stuff like that. But um, I do know that obviously as an adult, uh, my inner Kong has grown and being able to buy stuff myself, I have beaten Donkey Kong uh, land. Um, I own all three of them, but I definitely have beaten land and um, it's entirely different. It's a different story from Donkey Kong country. Mm -hmm. It's different or Donkey Kong, where I was referencing Donkey Kong Land 2, is the exact same game as Donkey Kong Country 2. It, it literally is the same game. Um, I, I wanted to read the plot here, too. I have it pulled up. Um, the game was released in North America on June 26, 1995. And um, the plot is, this is what I love about Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong <laughs> takes itself, it, it it the stories are so crap. And, um, but it takes itself so serious. Like we talk about the music, the music sounds so serious and beautiful and good. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that good of music. It's for a silly about monkeys, cartoon monkeys making going like the first game King K. Rool stole his bananas. So he's mad and he's going to get his bananas back. But the songs like and Aquatic, aquatic Ambience, for example. Mm-hmm. That's so, what I was thinking of. So beautiful. It's mm-hmm. I think honestly it's kind of it might sound weird, but aquatic ambience sounds like a romance, like love making song to me if you oh, just listen fu- to
1: it. That's funny you <laughs> say that because there's a great like a there's a metal mix of it on it, War, it really? it's awesome it's just like really it starts off all, all soft and everything and it goes yeah. and it's all like prog metal and everything it's awesome oh, dude. Nice, just dude. It to <laughs> um,
2: so the same thing goes for Donkey Kong Land and um, if you read out the instruction book of the game it explains Donkey Kong Land's story takes place directly after the events of Donkey Kong Country so this happens immediately and why does this happen? It says Donkey and Diddy <laughs> Kong and Cranky Kong are shown reflecting on the previous adventure. Just talking about what had happened. Um, and out of jealousy, because Cranky Kong, you know, thinks he's, you know, back in my day, he gives you all this crap. The gamers today can't. Uh, play the games like I was when, cause you know, cranky is the original Donkey Kong um, out of jealousy. Cranky Kong scolds, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong about the success of Donkey Kong country. Cause he didn't think <laughs> it was going to be a big game <laughs> implying that it only did so well because of the elaborated graphics and sound on the super Nintendo. Um, (laughs) irritated Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong explain they earned their success because of the fun gameplay and not just the graphics and sound. Mischievously, (laughs) Cranky teases the Kongs that they could not replicate the success of their past game on an on an monochrome 8-bit handheld, causing Donkey Kong and Diddy to accept his challenge, his plan to fool them complete. Cranky explains that by the following day, he will have called King K. Rool and his Kremlings to steal Donkey Kong's bananas and scatter them across Donkey Kong Island, determined to prove Cranky wrong. Uh, Donkey and Diddy head out to defeat King K. Rool and the Kremlings. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Cranky calls up the villain from the last game is like hey come get those bananas back that they just they they just beat you up for and and retake them simply because he's mad at them for having a successful game (laughs) it's so dumb and they break the uh, i love rare humors because they always break the fourth wall and i i love that that's so cool i i get the humor and uh yeah the story's crap like just the fact that 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 Cranky's jealous, so he calls the bad guys back up to come do what they just did.
1: Um, yeah, and that it starts conquers to me, man. That that seems so <laughs> much like like just like what four or five games later, dude. Like in '64 era. Yes. It's just yeah. Just like it's so in tune with like the audience and. And like what actually happened with Country and how it totally surprised everybody. Like, like who was even asking for a revival of Donkey Kong as a character? And then Country comes out and just totally uses it as like a Sega killer as well in the, in oh, the yeah. Super Nintendo versus Genesis kind of race. And uh, yeah, you needed you needed something like real on the Game Boy, like because it was such a viable platform back then. Even as, as Super Nintendo was well on its way, people were still. And this was before Pokemon, I'm pretty sure. Yes, '95 would have been yeah. before Pokemon. So yeah, man. Yeah, um, I don't even think – Pokemon didn't
2: get here until 98, so this really helps supplement those years. It was really cool too because it's, it's, it's a dream world to think of today. But back then, it was literally Donkey Kong Country one year. The next year was Donkey Kong Land. That's Donkey nuts. Kong Country 2, Donkey what? Kong Land 2. So, then Donkey Kong Country 3, Donkey Kong Land 3. So we had six consecutive years of a new Donkey Kong adventure coming out. Now it's – Twenty, you know, what? Twenty thirteen is when we got the last one. Twenty fourteen, and that too long. Yeah, I mean the Wii, the switch port of the Wii U game, in my mind, doesn't count. I mean, it's been it's been way too long. And before that, I mean, we had Donkey Kong sixty four, but then they spun off and kept trying to do different stuff and reinvent it, and it didn't really pan out. So they went back to Country back in twenty ten. Ten years ago. Ten years ago is when Don Kong Country returns came out.
1: I need to ask you where in the game that, like, storyline is happening because, like, I just went and started, like, maybe I skipped a scene or something like that. Like, it just goes from the title screen right into the levels.
2: Right. It's it's only in the instruction booklet.
1: That's the best. We used to, like, we used to take all of our instruction booklets and we would draw everything in it, man. Like yeah. every enemy it always cause every enemy had like a backstory as well That's and cool. like a name and everything. We're talking about the zingers before we would draw on just like whatever paper we could get. Didn't matter if it was blank or lined or whatever. Right. So was, we had a pen or pencil, crayon or whatever. We just, we would go this, oh, we yeah. were in it, man. So it's funny that we got all those, all those Donkey Kong games. Cause honestly the only ones that were on my radar at that time, maybe I was just getting a little on the older side as, as they were coming out. Um, 95, I would have been in grade five. So I don't know if like okay. I, I guess like heading up into junior high is like maybe not wow. so much Game Boy time. I know I'm I'm old. Um, I was but, five. <laughs> I know. See that's and that's where you guys would have been playing like all the other ones as well. But I wasn't even on. It was it would have been. It would have been perfect, though. I just didn't even... I don't even... Honestly, we were so into land and so into country that I don't even think that I knew the other ones were coming out. And I didn't have um, mm. Nintendo power. I I was always, like, mooching off my buddy. So right, right, I didn't right. realize it, man. But I want to go back. I didn't even think that they were on... Um, I didn't think to play them on 3DS.
2: Yeah, they're there. All of them.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it.
2: They're all there. And and I, I, I get the same feelings. of Like, we talk about the music. I mean, Donkey Kong Land 2 is literally donkey kong country 2 but everything and ape it. and yeah
1: i don't know so, i mean you i could, guess away are you can hear it. some
2: key melodies like i've actually gone and listened to um i think from donkey kong land 2 is what it is like i i actually prefer a game boy track version of a song over the, the super Nintendo. And that's because I can hear the melody a lot more clear and it sticks out to me and it's a lot more catchy. Mm-hmm. It's the same, same melody as what's on the super Nintendo. It's just that those eight bit sounds, um, make it sound in my mind more poppy and, and I love it. I love that. So
1: yeah, it's got a bit of a punch, bit of a crunch and just, yeah, like the, the, the mm-hmm. highs really get into your eardrums, you know?
2: Oh my God. It's so good. Um, I guess we could just talk about the game a little bit itself. Um, obviously you start off in the, the jungle takes Mm -hmm. you back through there. And then, um, you have to start working your way through different lands. So it's not like the actual, it's not the actual Island that you're on. You start off there from Donkey Kong country, but then you make your way to, um, different areas, which it leads back into Donkey Kong lore, which is why I love. Um, PS, there is lore to Donkey Kong and, um, because people don't realize i still think a lot of people don't realize that um the original donkey kong i mean it's not like its own separate thing like this is still part of that universe um the country games the original donkey kong is cranky kong Mm -hmm. and that's why he's you know in the first game he gives you crap saying people my games were way harder back in my day and people are only playing your games for graphics and stuff like that, not <laughs> gameplay. And then hence the birth of this plot line. Um, but ultimately you make your way from Donkey Kong land, uh, Donkey Kong's Island, you make your path back to, um, which is essentially New Donk City, uh, what New Donk City is today. It's the last world of the game. Um, and I uh, mm. I can't think of what it's, it's called something different, obviously in the game boy, but um, what we know now, Mario Odyssey is new Donk city. It's, I mean, it's believed that these are the same cities because you go back to where the original donkey Kong took place the very first game. That's the whole, that's the whole purpose. That's what they tried to do. Um, Let me try to find it here.
0: It's so weird to think that that's the same place that we get to explore in that, in, in Odyssey.
2: Oh, yeah, I know. Well, you just didn't know. He never knew, man. Like, it's uh, much different. Four. There's four worlds. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, Big Ape City is what they called it. Big Ape City. Um, you go from. On Donkey Kong's Island, and this is fun fact, too, we need to point this out, is that you go from Donkey Kong's Island, you make your way onto the Gangplank Galleon, which is the final fight level of mm-hmm. country, which is why it has the awesome pirate music. Um, and then basically you take that ship uh, through your route to get to where you're going. you got to go through Kremlantis, which is a whole water world, down to up to Monkey Mountains and Chimpanzee Clouds. And then you get to Big Ape City, which is New Donk City today. Um, fascinating, isn't it? Because you can even see the girders and all that stuff in in the um, in Big Ape City uh, of what you're working towards. Um, so, Sean, you said you have not been in this game. Is that correct? Not since, like,
1: way back in the day, man. It's like we're actually you talking did, did about it. decades. So you have been yeah. at least once, right? Yeah, back in the day I've still got I've actually it's funny because I thought that I had lost the cart that I had for it. So uh-huh. I bought a second one and then the my actual like original turned up at my parents' house. So I actually oh, have two copies cool. of this thing right now. So but that's right now great. I'm playing the I'm playing the one that I um that I purchased. It's a little worse for wear, so I figure I'd save the mine's actually in good shape, believe it or not. Um but this one's like got that classic like wear at the top of the um top of the sticker just kind of going in and out of the, <laughs> the Game Boy all the time um but yeah no i've got a i I should have like a later in game save but i want to i just deleted everything off of this off of this Mm -hmm. cartridge um but yeah it's Ah, it's yellow it's been forever it's been forever since i beat it but yeah like i love that about nintendo games where like every once in a while you'll get a special color yeah it seems like for some games it fits and some other games like ah it's probably a little overkill like like T- Turok is a, like an example of a game. Like, okay. I mean, it's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, okay. there's someone, I can't remember which one was green. It was a, maybe a wrestling game or Tony Hawk. Maybe Did you ever really like whatever. Um,
0: I know there's a blue one for Tony Hawk. Yeah. Blue blues. You're right. You're a blue for Tony Hawk. There's a
2: black for wrestling, like WrestleMania 2000. That was, black oh, that
0: counts. <laughs> that's a good one. WrestleMania 2000. That's a good one. <laughs> the, uh, the, gold and silver sparkly like two-tone out of the pokemon stadium Two. oh yeah cool. yep yep mm-hmm. and zelda obviously zelda, zelda like yeah gold. gold gold standard well
1: we weren't allowed to touch those games like if we didn't own them we we're like they they actually they may as well have been made out of gold because <laughs> we just weren't allowed anywhere near them dude
2: <laughs> sacred sacred games
1: mm-hmm. for sure
2: yeah, I mean, Donkey Kong sixty four was yellow cartridge, and I didn't even think of it at the time. I didn't when I got the game. I didn't realize, oh, it's banana yellow. But banana yellow, yeah. Well, back in my mind, and this is just goes to show you my age. <laughs> I always thought the color yellow was for girls. Like my, we had a yellow sixty four controller, so that was my sister's controller. I never oh, wanted, that's funny. never wanted to touch it. Never wanted to play it. Today, I, I don't care, and I actually really like the color yellow. But you know what it is? I'll tell you what set that mindset up in my mind it was it was the dang power rangers because oh yeah all, all the girls were pink and yellow pink and yellow mm-hmm. so i always just those are girl colors as a boy mm. now today i'm like heck yeah give me a yellow switch that's pretty cool yeah man <laughs> well my sister she even got a yellow talking about game boy she even got a yellow game boy pocket and i got a red game boy pocket so only just feeds into that mindset but
1: I never, I wish I would have had a, a pocket for sure, but like, that was really just a special thing about, and that's what people are really discovering now as well with the Switch, is like that, this is yours. This is not something that, like, if it's attached to a TV, you're automatically sharing that with the family, mm-hmm. but anybody who, like, grew up with a Game Boy remembers that, like, it was almost, like, bestowed upon you, like, this 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 magical, like, portal into your yeah. own world, This your own way of experiencing games. And for anybody who's, like, ancient like me, you can remember, like, back in the day of, like like just trying to find something around your house a flashlight or a lamp or something to be like really yeah. dangerous under your bed sheets just to like oh try God. and sneak it and actually make it work cuz of course it wasn't backlit so right. i just i remember playing this game like all the time, whether it was in bed and just trying to like figure out a lighting situation, or in the car on my way to <laughs> soccer practice as a kid. Like, yes. Like, I'm like kind of like on the older side of of a kid, I guess. But like, it was like between that is so embarrassing. Like, I had a, I look at like, a, like a, a Sony discman, but like yeah. like before mm-hmm. like anti skip was even a thing. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, yeah, like my first disc was like 10 anti shock. Like anti shock was not a thing. Mm-hmm. You need to like cushion that sucker. So I have got like my giant like um NES sized Discman that I carry around with me yeah. with like I don't know a dozen or so batteries. And then my that was the thing, my like, <laughs> discman and my, my Game Boy, I'm probably pushing through like a dozen or two batteries, double A batteries yeah. every single man. Yeah. I was playing this everywhere I could possibly go. And um I just wish my my um Game Boy advance S P had headphone jacks. That's a big mm-hmm. knock on this thing. Because I'd yeah. love to listen to the music as I play this on the bus. But I think I might actually end up getting this on the, on my 3DS. Because I could do, do it that it. way for sure. Yeah, that'd be a good Personally. idea.
0: Um, you can always try to find the adapter uh, for that. They have a headphone adapter that plugs yeah. into the power port.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure they're easy to find too. Um, I'm sure it's easier just to download it to your 3ds. I mean, that's kind of where I'm
2: at.
0: Today. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, because then I can get the other ones as well. I've never, I haven't played two and three. Yeah. Um, Two's but I phenomenal. always see them every time I go to like the retro store around the corner. Like I, I always look at it with with a tremendous amount of fondness, and then I like immediately up from that is there's two and there's three. And I don't know why I haven't picked them up yet, but I think this this episode might be uh, just rejuvenating my nostalgia just enough to go pick those up.
2: Oh, yeah, you should just go download them after this. Like, it's nice to have them and just even poke fun and look around at them. And, and, and I mean, this isn't like Donkey Kong Land series episode, but Donkey Kong 3, they went back to, they gave it original story, like one for the yeah. land. So, <laughs> which is cool. But, um, so, and, and and with this, with the land game, I will say too, um, they are uh, Donkey Kong Land is uh, probably got the craziest, dumbest uh, King K. Rule fight you'll ever have. Um, I won't say it's the craziest, but it's the first time where uh, King K. Rule is like he's. he's He's as big as Diddy Kong in the game. (laughs) For for the for the red uh for just the art that they could fit on the Game Boy. Like Mm -hmm. he's like small and stubby and fat and it's really, really bizarre. Um doesn't really even feel like him that much. Uh I remember just getting to the fight and it just kind of just throws you in. You don't really expect like, I thought I was going into another level, and all of a sudden, you know, you're just right there on the girders, and he's, like, running right at you. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, which is cool that fitting that they, they bring it back around to you're on the girders, and you're fighting King K. Rool. Um And uh, he – his final boss fight is pretty – pretty good not as good as his main one from country but it's dude it's... that
1: that one made me throw the controller against the room like that was the first time chelsea chelsea really saw me rage at a video game oh really was it's... the was the final battle like we were we would uh mm-hmm. we would hang out and just like work through Donkey Kong country on uh super yeah and, yeah it was like that final boss like she that was the first time i just threw a controller across the room well, well oddly enough i did the was... same thing with uh, impossible lair but that's a different story <laughs> same makers <laughs> he um
2: he well, he even pretends to like die, like you not like you beat him, and then like the credits even roll fake, fake credits roll. So Donald good, country.
1: that got me too, man. That totally got me. Yep, you, got me and the then you have time. to start all over.
2: Yep, <laughs> he, he got you up. He, he, he's like, Psych, and gets back up. Now, that is what I'm talking about. Rare breaking the fourth wall. Why that's why they were so good back in the day. Like, who thinks of that? And, um, but yeah, with this game though, they didn't have quite, they were very limited in what they could do. So he was pretty stubby. Uh, and it's,
1: and it's a pretty repetitive fight as well. Like he, yeah. he doesn't really have like a lot of uh, variation no. in his attacks or anything. Like you're mostly doing the same thing. If you can like any, <laughs> with any boss battle, if you can figure it out, it's pretty easy, but he's mostly just like throwing his his uh, crown at you back throws his
2: crown and runs back and forth. And he does like a little belly flop, which is actually in smash ultimate. Like he, Mm -hmm. he he does that belly flop. They got it from this game. Um, Mm -hmm. So they do that. um, And then like the ending is so lackluster. I mean, you, you literally, you beat him and all it. What? It just, it just says, congratulations. Thanks for playing our game. Like literally you beat him and that sign pops up and then that's it. And then the credit roll, like there's no, like, there's no story. There's no, like, (laughs) there's no, like, go to the big banana hoard and celebrate. It's, it's, you literally jump on his head. Congratulations. And the credit roll. And that's it. It's like, what? (laughs) Well, that sucks. So, um, you know, the game it's itself i mean it's fun platforming um and i think it's a little bit challenging uh because of how small the game boy was the camera is really kind of zoomed in on the characters so you can't Mm -hmm. really see like on the on the super nintendo you could see more of a vantage point of what's ahead and this one you're really just kind of stuck in that square and you just kind of you have to be careful you have to move slow you can't just charge through you've got to watch what you're doing
1: And then that forces you to kind of memorize the levels as well. Cause you're like, I want to jump up onto this thing, but Oh, I know there's going to be a zinger there. There's going to be a snake crawling up those ropes Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And yeah, you kind of have to, it's not too punishing. Like I said, because you can, you can rack up all the lives and everything, but you definitely, it it forces you to play it differently than you play like a Mario game where if you're skilled enough, like you can just kind of like hold on to sprint and just kind of like run through it. But the way that you approach every level of course is a little bit more of a kind of like a puzzle in and of itself.
2: Very much so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um it's a good game overall. Um I love it. I love it. It's a good gym. And like I said, I think that music in general, I mean, that's worth it. it. In my opinion, that is worth it to to play this game because the music is so freaking good, guys. Go. Go YouTube the music right now if you have not heard the soundtrack. It's 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 really good.
1: I'm just I'm just really grateful as somebody who only had a Game Boy that they they didn't mail this in, dude. Like I think that's probably the best compliment I can give it is that as as somebody who owned a Game Boy, I really felt like this was the real deal. Like I got a legitimate Donkey Kong game. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like like I said, I'm just really glad that I was able to have that experience. And I played this game over and over and over again um supremely replayable as well like depending on how you first approach it whether or not you want to complete it from the um like uh, from a completionist angle the first go around or if you just want to get to the end and then replay and just find all the different secrets and everything and uh, it's just so these are all like things that we know from the donkey kong like country Uh series as well right but again this was my first go at it dude like it really like hooked me right from the start Good.
2: Well, it's it's a hidden gem. So if you guys have, do you think
1: so? Do you think it's a hidden? Like, is this because it's so like (laughs) part of my my history, part of my journey? Like, this is where it all started for me. So it's like I can't remove myself from that. But like, I guess even just talking to you guys, like, it's not really part of. That's not really the case for everybody. I'd be interested to hear what other people have to say about that.
2: I mean, I think it. I mean, it sold well. I mean, that's why they kept making them. You know, Donkey Kong. That's what I mean. Donkey Kong was lit. I mean what what zelda's treated like today that Donkey Kong was treated like that from the mid 90s. What yeah 94 is when country came out. So 94 through what we said six years. So mm-hmm. 98 basically uh well even 99 because uh Donkey Kong 64 came out. So mm-hmm. there's like literally nine years there of Donkey Kong. And then yeah. all the rare crap happened so they didn't know what to do with him for a while but um, these games sold well. Donkey Kong, you put Donkey Kong's face on anything in the nineties and people knew who he was. So Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I think, I think they're hidden gems. Um,
1: He was like a weird, like attitude answer to Sonic. Like he wasn't like fast or anything like that, but he was just kind of like this. Don't care. Like so different. It was almost like, it was almost anti-hero as far as like, maybe as far as Nintendo can go. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't like he wasn't goody two shoes Mario. No,
0: um, no. Hey,
1: but he just he just had just a little attitude. He kind of like because he busted like the in, in country. He just takes the the boombox and he just crashes yeah, that like a little punk. Like Yo, yeah, he is a off. little punk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Move aside, boomer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally.
2: Yeah. Oh man, that's so funny. You're, yeah, Actually, they were definitely had a lot of attitude and spunk to them to respond to Sonic's cool kid. Uh, side of thing and uh oh man uh yeah i mean i i really think donkey kong games were they're a product of the 90s um and i i hope that donkey kong never goes out of style and uh, they keep making games like this (laughs) i would really love (laughs) we've talked about this every time we talk about a game boy game um Nintendo's merged all their handhelds and their home console stuff together. Like, I think it would be genius to have um, freaking a land set of games, even for Mario, you know, and Mario and Donkey Kong and Kirby. You have your home mainline people working on the bigger adventure maybe those are like a more of like a 3d platformer style thing but then Mm -hmm. you can get like a smaller adventure for the off years where you get like a donkey kong land or a mario land where they're not as they're not like a 40 hour game but maybe they're they're like what link's awakening was maybe they're a 20 hour game you know so i think it would be fantastic if they could do that just And just remake your library, like that's all they have to do. Remake your library, and people will buy the crap out of them.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Especially with Links Awakening, (laughs) it seems like there's been a bit of a, a bit of a trend reviving some of these Game Boy games and and putting a fresh coat of paint. And I wonder if, like, I just as I was playing through this, I'm like, as much as I want that, but I'm like, is this one too similar to the mainline games for it to really for people to like really differentiate? I don't know if that's. I want it. Don't get me wrong. But I also think about like Mario Odyssey where you have like the 3D, but then you have somewhere like the, you jump into like the the warp pipe and then he comes out like 8-bit. So you might have like little, little bite sizes or even other games like Wolfenstein would have throwbacks like that as well. So there could, it'd be really neat to have, because there's so much history with Donkey Kong, so many different iterations too of like, and different perspectives that we've played with Donkey Kong. So it'd be really cool to have like one game kind of celebrate that all in one whether it was Donkey Kong yeah, sure. Country or, like, the original or a little bit of 64 in there. Like, there's a lot that that they can really dwell on. Um, my fear has always been that Donkey Kong was destined to just continue to get harder and harder and become, like, the Dark Souls <laughs> of, of Nintendo <laughs> franchises. I'm glad they're taking a pause on that because it seemed like they, that was inescapable. Like, the gravity on that was just, like, it was too much. So take a bit of a pause and find a new center for it, but there is so much history. There's so many people who cut their teeth in platforming with Donkey Kong. um, Of course, with so many other Nintendo platformers, but this was it for me between this and, and super Mario land two, Like these are my game boy games are just played over and over again. For sure.
2: Well, good stuff, Uh, Ryan. I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about Donkey Kong land. Uh, uh, Sean, do you want to tell everyone, of course, where they can find you? And then Ryan can, close out with our due
1: diligence here oh yeah man well thanks it was just kind yeah, <clears> of <throat> sweet to have sweet sweet hangs with you guys tonight um sure you can find me on the internet uh on twitter at sean capri of course it's sean the like connery capri like the pants i do a nintendo show with my good friend bobby the nintendo guru it's called if we ran nintendo and you can find that on itunes and all those places as well if you if you like xbox a little and you know what we become friendly Lately, Xbox and, and Nintendo. Yeah, um yeah. one of my favorite games of all time, or in the Blind Forest, available on the Switch as well. Uh, we we'll yeah. talk about that on the Xbox Drive, which is an Xbox show I record for my car. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm just glad that we were able to line this up for tonight. And it gave me a good excuse to play a game that I love and hang out with people I just adore. So it was a really sweet night, man. Awesome. Thank you for coming on, Sean.
0: Yes, and thank right. you. And uh hopefully if you're gonna be there. Um, I plan on being at the uh, the uh, extra life uh, in New York uh, this yeah. year. Are you so, really? Oh, yeah, that would
1: be yeah. amazing. Yes, yeah, make your plans dude, yeah. for that. Oh yeah, that's definitely. Oh gosh, yeah, that was uh, that was something real special we did with um, the Phoenix Overdrive crew in Rome, New York, with Lee Navarro and the whole crew. Like we had so many people come together last November and raise a boatload of cash for the Children's Miracle Network, and we kind of went into it thinking this was a stars aligned, like once in a lifetime kind of thing. But as it closed out, we're like. So next year. So, yeah, it's it's penciled in, dude. Beginning in November, um, it'll be even bigger and better than last year. So that's that's
0: really exciting, man. That's great. Rome, New York, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to get the works because I'm trying to change my job so I can do more streaming so that I can, you know, really get into that scene and, and uh, start making a difference. And uh, Extra Life is something I wanted to do before I even, you know, knew that that was a thing like I wanted to do you know, help with charity do good with my gaming so it's really cool that that I can join in with with the Phoenix overdrive people and have any talks with them and they're really like hey man come on and I'm like sure I'll I'll get to that point where I'm 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 ready for it so that's what i'm working for this year it's my goal
1: absolutely the best and it's the perfect
0: excuse to
1: get together with a bunch of your man friends from the internet and play video (laughs) games for 24 hours straight because it's all for the kids man yeah but it's it's absolutely you'll you'll never forget it it's a it's a it really it feels like a once in a lifetime thing that we try to make sure that it happens every year
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome awesome well uh that brings us to the end of the episode uh thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we hope to catch you next week. Um, you can find us on uh, the Nintendo Village, nintendovillage.com slash Nintendo Nostalgia, on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, and on our YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook at Nintendo NOS, on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Nintendo IN and shoot us an email at Nintendo Nostalgia IN at gmail.com. Guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Later, Preston.
1: Bye. Peace out, Preston. <laughs>